0: Autobots, transform! <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul.
1: I'm John. And today it is episode 8 of Transformers Armada. It is Palace. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Armada, Rad and Carlos took their Minicons to a local carnival where they saw the other Minicons, and then they hung out with the Minicons, and everybody saw the Minicons. And in this episode, Rad tells us a story about a... You know what? It doesn't even matter. Well, it's a story about a woman who found something shiny in the
0: Sahara Desert, and all the people in her village believed it had special powers. And now the race is on
1: to find the desert. Wait a minute, mini-com. wait a minute, Paul. Paul, I- I'm sorry. This was like an, an old, well known tale of a strange device with mythical powers. Surely there are more details, Paul. Please <laughs> tell me all the details this show gives us. Well, that that's pretty well it. because.
0: Uh... Now that, well, I think she brought it back and handled it carefully or something like Whatever. that.
1: She shows up like one or two more times, and there's no point. The, I, I guess it establishes that there's a minicon in the desert.
0: Yeah, because that is the only possible explanation for a woman thousands of years ago finding <laughs> yeah. something shiny out in the middle of the fucking desert. Really? But... Now we're out in the desert, and there's a helicopter flying around, and Demolisher is here, and he starts blasting at it. Yes,
1: but of course, the helicopter is uh, Cyclonus, and they argue with each other. <laughs> I, calls him an idiot. <laughs> yeah, there's some arguing here, but I do like this moment where Cy- Cyclonus transforms back into a helicopter, and kind of lifts up, and just catches Demolisher in a uh, basically a tornado of sand, He yeah. says, ah, fuck you, and then leaves. Yeah, he says, I'm don't worry about it. I'm camouflaging you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, Demolisher
0: kind of sinks. Yeah. Well, it looked to me at first, like something starts moving under the sand, kind of like dune or tremors or something kind of thing. But, but yeah, Demolisher starts sinking into the
1: sand. And then we cut to the kids and it's a very abrupt cut and it's a new theme.
0: Yeah, at the Autobot base, the Minicon alarm
1: is going off. The kids get their suits on, and they all warp out. Did you notice during this warp out scene, Optimus says "Lift off," and Red Alert says, "We have ignition." <laughs> No, no, no. Well, and Carlos kind of backwards, backwards yeah maniacally <laughs> Yes. anyway we get our opening bumper and but it doesn't have the music but that's no. our opening bumper
0: yeah and now we're here wherever here is and hotshot can't drive in loose sand and carlos suggests transforming which he does but then they all go on like they start laughing at hotshot like ha 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 you can't drive in sand oh, you're an idiot you have to have a kid tell you and like an optimus is like you need to listen to the kids because you know we should listen to their expertise while we're we're on their planet and then they
1: laugh at him some more. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody laughs at him. But let's be honest, how did Hotshot not know he can't really drive on desert? Like, yeah, he's he's we've seen him drive on sand before. Anyway, um, in the distance, Demolisher still kind of half sunk in the sand, gets a sight in the Autobots and fires at him. Yeah. Conveniently, he's just facing that way. <laughs> right? yeah. So they take over and run for it. But- Red Alert
0: is now Sentinel Prime because he can't detect any Decepticons that could have fired what was clearly a Decepticon (laughs) weapon at them, but Hotshot bets it's Demolisher, and Optimus tells him to keep it down or else Demolisher will get a lock on them. And then Hotshot calls for Grinder. Isn't his
1: minicon jolt? You know what? I don't think it matters. Like, okay, (laughs) technically it does matter, but I think in the context of this show and the writers and the translation, it just isn't going to matter.
0: No. Either way, ah, uh, Minicon, it, it's Jolt,
1: links <laughs> up with him, and he gets up the Perceptor Bazooka, I call it. <laughs> oh, oh, the kids also, when this happens, they take off running with their Minicons. Like, do they just run away? Yeah, wise thing to do, really. Fair enough. Um, oh, and then Demolisher sinks
0: further into the sand. And now Carlos, because the kids kind of started to flank him to cause a diversion, I think they were going to do what oh, they were going to do with Decepticon. But yeah, uh, wanna... <laughs> Carlos starts falling into this... Uh, they call it a sand whirlpool later in the episode he starts falling in two and they try to pull him to safety but demolisher gets pulled all the way in and he goes like megatron help
1: me help me can, can we agree that this pit is poorly and i don't know if it's poorly animated or blocked or framed but it's really difficult to tell what's going on until a couple shots later when it shrinks up yeah
0: even sometimes
1: it looks like the sand is going up rather than down yeah it's, yeah yeah it's a real i and dear listener i don't think we can even describe it it's just weirdly drawn but anyway yeah they all go down into the sarlacc pit <laughs> i was trying to
0: avoid that reference but
1: uh, <laughs> it's what it is basically yeah, yeah, totally. with, without the sarlacc in it
0: but uh, now on the moon there's a very quick shot of starscream telling megatron that demolisher sent an sos and then right back in the desert the autobots realize the kids are missing and now with the kids
1: they and the minicons are all getting pulled into this sandpit. And they end up down... In uh, Carlos calls it a pyramid, but it's some underground giant stone tomb. Yeah, and it really thing. focuses on the carving above the
0: door. And we're going to see the rest of the carving later, but because we only see the bottom half for now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right back with the Autobots, Cyclonus is just upon them now blasting away. And then Megatron and Starscream teleport in.
1: Oh, uh, one thing we forgot is um, Rad sends Laserbeak off to call for help when they're all sinking into the pit. But uh, yeah, they're all here, and then it's a commercial break. And when we come back, okay, we have a voiceover from Rad where we see the uh, woman again with her trinket. Um, but this is the, the voiceover from Rad. All it does is explain the first half of the episode.
0: Like yeah, we I just mean, saw it, dude. It was, well, I just called it. We get a recap of the show so far. And yeah, exactly. Rad tells us you really don't appreciate how big a desert is until you're in one. Well, It's the
1: Sahara Desert, man. It's like yeah. the entire <laughs> top third of fucking Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's big. We, we appreciate how big it is. And and let's be honest, he's not really in the desert experiencing the desert. He's underground in a tomb. <laughs> um and yeah, they are underground and they're walking along these giant hallways um and then we have this weird bit where Alexis just like chides the boys for being too scared <laughs> yes. to lead so she's leading and anyway. But then they come to
0: what looks like something you'd have to use the mirror shield on in a Zelda game over a door and it's a, a, it's the logo that We didn't, or not logo, but the symbol. We didn't quite see
1: before, and it's the Minicon symbol with a heart around it inside a sun. And then seeing that and just that, Alexis extrapolates that this must be an ancient civilization that got power from the Minicon, so they worshipped the Minicon, and then they built a temple around the Minicon, and that's why everything is here. Yeah, <laughs> Carlos teases her. It's like, oh, you just want Harrison Ford to swing in, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I like the Indiana Jones reference, but but like this is just as corny as when Rad was. At the base, you know, he's like, oh, this is Optimus and that's Megatron. They must be fighting over Minicons in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Man, we've been heavy on the
0: Star Wars references this episode. Besides, isn't Harrison Ford in the Transformers universe Harold Edsel? Remember that oh, way, way yeah, back in G1? Uh, the episode yeah, where yeah.
1: <laughs> of her Hoist goes to Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see Harrison Ford in a Transformers movie. Oh, I am Optimus Prime. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
0: But back in the desert, Megatron starts grappling with Optimus, and he wants to know what he did with Demolisher, and
1: Optimus is like, man, I don't know, he was gone when we got here. (laughs) This was the point where I realized, this is two pretty decent episodes that have just been hacked up too much to have anything. Like, I would have loved to see a bigger episode of the Autobots versus the Decepticons, on the you know desert surface trying to figure out you know who has demolisher and just this cat and mouse game with a bunch of fighting could have been really cool yeah or an episode of the kids underground versus demolisher trying to find a minicon would have been cool because that's kind of what we get now underground um demolisher wakes up just as the kids in another tunnel I don't know they it's eyes it's like drawings of eyes yeah they just Appear, one of them appears in the wall and Carlos is
0: like oh man I'm I'm hallucinating because it disappears when he looks back but then when he turns around to see what
1: Rad and Alexis are looking at there's like dozens of them floating in midair, looking at them okay now what happens next is a bunch of robots come down and it was the eyes and the robots and when they first landed I was like man if they drew like and when I say drawings of eyes it's like Egyptian hieroglyphs of eyes yeah um not quite the Eye of Ra, but that kind of style. And and if I thought the robots were going to come in and have regular eyes and be like, that's cheap animation. But the robots legitimately have drawings of eyes on them. So, yeah. eh,
0: well done, show. <laughs> and it, they're like these giant, well, compared to the kids, giant robots, kind of egg-shaped with like six kind of pointy legs spider bots i call them
1: later they look like family. the Six giant legs. robot from the incredibles
0: okay i haven't seen that movie
1: since the big robot mr incredible fights at the end A anyway long time <laughs> <laughs> so the kids the kids uh have to they get swarmed by these or surrounded by these spider bots demolisher slams through the wall the spider bots move on him and the kids are like bye motherfucker!" and they run
0: yeah i was waiting for it as soon as he shows up uh, the line oh i never thought i'd be glad to see him but they didn't say it. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Demolisher, though, he just, just throws these guys off and just starts blasting. And then it goes from him blasting the spider-bots
1: to optimus blasting at megatron up in the desert yeah and they're using that new theme again um and it, there's some neat animation here but it's it's not long enough there is one really great shot of red alert leaping up and he's kind of blotted out by the sun and then he comes straight down on top of starscream yeah that was a dope shot
0: there's also a really awesome shot of starscream in this fight yes you just in the, in the, the dust, dust blowing oh. past him
1: oh that was yeah. fucking cool <laughs> like that's wallpaper art right there yeah like, put that on your desktop Anyway, but that's it. We, we don't we don't have any progression. It's just a couple shots of them fighting. We go right back underground to another voiceover from Rad. Yeah, I have back down where Demolisher is. But down the hall a bit,
0: the kids come to a room with the statues, and there's the minicon thing. This is all while Rad is talking. Yeah, In, yeah. There's the minicon thing inside a glowing pyramid at the top of these big set of stairs.
1: I'm sorry, Paul, you described it the wrong way. The way the kids describe it is, oh!
0: Yes, old Rad has this line. And if a picture was worth a thousand words, this picture was worth a zillion. <laughs> it's
1: like Emmy Emmy nod, yeah. Google, Emmy nod, Well Emmy done. Emmy nomination. Did well. Did well. Oh my god. Uh yeah, anyway, so they're they're stunned by this minicon. Um, and then R- Carlos goes to take a step and the floor glows and everybody goes, ah, and we cut away to demolish her for a bit. And then we come back and the place is suddenly collapsing on them. Yeah, demolishes here now, but, you know, he starts falling
0: in, but he does manage to climb his way out eventually and he runs for it. It looked to me like he was running back out, but he's actually running still towards this thing. But then the statues that we saw earlier, I have it down that they open their mouths, but it's more like it, it kind of morphs
1: and then they're open. Yeah, it's like that late 90s, early 2000s, you know, one image to the other morph. It, it's yeah. pretty cheap. It, it it stands out as corny. But yeah, they start shooting lasers. The whole place is falling apart. I think Rad yanks Carlos out of some debris. Anyway, it all goes to hell. And in the end, Demolisher grabs the uh, minicon and then transforms and I don't know, whatever. Climbs out.
0: He starts driving up the falling sand. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, give that a try and a- tank but that's the way he does it he gets outside and then transforms again and he shows the thing to megatron because all the autobots and decepticons are just standing there now just watching this sand whirlpool
1: yeah yeah it opens up in front of them yeah he climbs out they get the minicon whoop they warp away and then oh uh <laughs> there's a kind of a fun line where hotshot yells like where are the kids oh, yeah. <laughs> <And> demolishes <this. laughs> i ate them <laughs> anyway hotshot jumps into the the sarlacc pit and uh yeah the decepticons warp away and then red alert goes oh shit the kids i forgot
0: and then hotshot crawls up out of the sand with the kids and uh well i have announced perceptor because the minicons form perceptor to push rad or somebody out of the way of a giant rock i forgot to mention and everybody's fine yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that happened earlier
0: and now on the moon megatron tells demolisher to hand the minicon over and demolisher says this isn't fair and megatron tells him to come closer so he can give him a hands-on demonstration of what's not fair yes he said it This time the thing's in the Sahara Desert, and off we go, and as soon as they get there, Hotshot can't get any traction in the sand. Carlos tells him to transform, everyone laughs at Hotshot, and Optimus says they need to trust these kids' advice while they're on Earth. And that it makes sense if the kids told them to drive on the right side of the road while they're in the United States, or to stop at red lights, but transforming back to robot mode when you can't get traction on a particular surface should be common sense for an Autobot. It shouldn't need to be told. And you know what else is common sense? Being prepared when you go to the fucking Sahara Desert. Isn't that what Rad said his motto was a few episodes back? Be prepared? Sure, it's no big deal for the Autobots for... But for three 12-year-old kids, it's a whole different story. They're in grade 7. They should know what the Sahara Desert is, even if they've never been there. Now, had they started the episode with the kids getting prepared appropriately and explaining to the Autobots why, then it would make a lot more sense for Optimus to later tell the Autobots they need to listen to the kids. But these kids didn't bring hats or sunscreen or water. Not a damn thing when they pass out from heat stroke in a while are you gonna tell the autobots to do that too
1: here we are at the end of another episode of the transformers nitpickers podcast show uh palace paul what did you think of this royal uh, thing yeah i was trying to work in royal
0: there too i gotta say i did not like all the narration in this one like oh my god yeah that just there's just a lot the pacing it just feels like it didn't translate
1: well or the the story was really altered
0: from what it was before.
1: Yeah, it does feel like it had that problem more than other episodes. It just, like I said, it, it felt like... I never reference your rant, but you were kind of right in the rant. I have to reference it that, that if they had a show at the beginning, like, here are the kids getting ready, and then we go to the desert, and then there's there's stuff about surviving in the desert, and you had a stayed up there and then found the Minicon somewhere, it could be buried in a sand dune for all this show cares. Yeah. Um, It would have been a story, but they just ha- kept hacking it up to tell too many different stories. Demolisher wants a Minicon. The kids are on the quest for the Minicon. There's a battle up top on the surface. There's, you know, it just, it, got, you know, hot shot, is angry that he can't drive in the same, like, it just, I don't know, it, it was bogged down with story, and you couldn't get into any one of them. And even that whole setup with the ancient queen or empress, whatever she was, that found this
0: thing originally, that really didn't go anywhere, like, that's where they built the thing, but they never
1: take it from there like <laughs> now if this was Gobots or g1 at the climax of the episode her ghost would have appeared yeah <laughs> and done something to, to dissuade megatron or stop him and then you know help the autobots All uh, right. right anyway uh, the next episode paul and i are going to review is confrontation if you want to see two guys who can get confrontational with each other you can find us on twitter i'm we at- don't get confrontational yeah, we do. Plenty. When was the last time we got confrontation? Well, we're doing it right now, but there's been plenty of
0: times, and it's always your fault, by the way. My fault? You're still sore because I called you on not knowing the difference between a button and a switch. That was like a thousand episodes ago. We don't have anywhere near a thousand episodes, and I bet you still don't know the difference. Wh- what do you mean? Describe a switch. Fuck you. See? Now we agree on something. You don't know what a switch is. Well, I know what Megatron, help me, help me.